Lord God, as we, with our imaginations, picture ourselves around that throne someday, lost in worship of a God whose mystery we're drinking in and can never exhaust. Remind us, Lord, that you're that same God that sits on the throne now, that has never vacated that throne, that sent your son from that place to this place to get us home. Father, in all your power and all your glory, we acknowledge you as the sovereign God and the lover of our souls. In Jesus' holy name, we give you praise. And all God's people said, amen. 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 You know, I, I, I think sometimes we, uh, we forget that most of the things that we consider feminine and that we consider masculine are all a part of the Godhead. After all, God said, and I, let us make them in our image, male and female, he created them, right? And, and, and sometimes we attribute all the sinewy, muscular, authoritative sides of God to God the Father and God the Son, you know, as masculine images, right? But when we come to the Holy Spirit, it's like we feel a need to, to, to balance that equation. And so the Holy Spirit becomes very feminized. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, father, son, and mother, almost, you know? And, and some of the ways the scriptures have even been translated don't really help that. I, I want you to understand that the Holy Spirit is as strong and as powerful and as muscular and as agile and as authoritative as the Father and the Son. And if we forget that, sometimes we don't recognize who it is that's accompanying us in the world, okay? As we go into this hostile world, I think it's important for us to realize from time to time that this is not our nanny at our side. This is Almighty God right? And, and so one of, the, one of the words that gets translated, Holy Spirit, uh, uh, Jesus used of the Spirit when he said, when I go to the Father, I'll send you another, just as I am. And he called the Spirit another comforter. Comforter. And instantly, I think, Mom, Mom, I had a bad day. Oh, Chris, right? And God is all that. The Holy Spirit is that. But, but, but comforter is translating a word paraclete, paracleton, which really means the one at your side that fortifies you with strength. In other words, if you're going through a door for God's glory, if you're starsky, Holy Spirit is your hutch. Some of you don't even know what I'm talking about. If, if uh, he, he, he is that empowering partner at your side. In fact, that very word parakletos means para means at the side. Klete means to strengthen, to fortify. And I don't know if this is where we get our term for a pair of cleats. But think about that athlete on the field. And almost all of them that take the field, whether it's in soccer or football, will line up with a pair of cleats. Why? Because they want that strength, that sturdiness, that, that 
that edge that makes them agile on the field. Paracletes. He is our paraclete. And so with all that you might be facing this week, all that you might be endeavoring to do this fall, all that you're gearing up for, if you're headed towards a game day, you don't want to show up without the paraclete. Without the Holy Spirit. He brings you the strength you need for the task that you face. That's his role. That's the Spirit's role. And every time we partake of this meal, we say, Lord God, would you renew the power of your Spirit to work with me, to work within me, so that as I go out to face this world, as I face this world in your name, for your purposes, not just for for, for my own sake, but on mission with you, Lord God, fill me with the power of heaven as I walk in this world, but not of it. Lord Jesus, on the night that you gave yourself up for us, you took bread. And you gave thanks to the Father, and you broke the bread, and you gave it to your disciples, saying, take and eat. This is my body that is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup, and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you, poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit, yes, upon these gifts of juice and bread, that they may enact what they signify, that we may spiritually feed upon your flesh, your spirit, be washed by your blood. Father, receive all the promises that you have for us as your children. And then, Father, that we might be strengthened by your Spirit to live a life that only you make possible, to live with resilience that only you can give us, to live with vision that only you bring clarity. Father, we thank you for your Spirit that works within us. Forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Fill us. with strength by your Spirit. We ask these things in the name of your Son who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. If you're here this morning, we invite you to the table of our Lord. He is the host. If you would come to him in a repentant heart, he receives you. You're welcome to participate in communion this morning. And as you come, the stewards that are before you, We'll break the bread and dip it in the juice and give that to you. And you can partake as you come. Or if you prefer a a sealed packet, um, if you have health concerns, if you need a gluten-free option, uh, those are in this last station. Uh, A little packet is also here if that's what you prefer. But we invite you to Christ's table. We pray that as you come, his spirit would bless you. Amen.